begin our tale at the end of the year. Not quite Christmas Day, but really quite near. At the somewhat illustrious podcast estates, beyond the security guards and electrified gates, Luke sits on his chair in a huff as he waits. Where's Devin, that fool? Luke asked out aloud. Probably vaping a storm, getting high on that cloud. When all of a sudden, Devin came right in. Sorry I'm late. We can finally begin. Where were you? Asked Luke, whose temper was flaring. It was Christmas, my dude. And why is it me you're scaring? I was shopping for gifts of the last minute sort when my old car died. That poor Jeep EcoSport. I was stranded and truly I almost died. Well, I hate your reason. Your excuse is denied. I've been slaving and slaving over this hot Christmas play, and since time's an illusion, I don't know the day. Do we perform tomorrow? Did we miss the whole show? Maybe we've got a month if time has turned slow. Luke, settle down, pleaded Devon to his friend. If you don't, I fear our friendship might soon end. Friendship? Stammered Luke, filling with bluster. You can go in. I guess I'll step in and censor what he cussed here. The words escalated on that winter eve, and eventually they both found it better to leave. Without me, thought Luke, this would all fall apart. I'm the one with the skills. No ego, just smarts. Why, without me, I'm sure the world would stop spinning. And it might be worth it to stop that idiot from grinning. While Devon's thoughts became much more morose. Maybe I should end it all here and just become a ghost. Then I haunt his ass with a whole lot of glee. I destroy all his shit, like in Poltergeist 3. And as he pondered there to take his own life, we head to the stars with some blinking space lights. You see, the friendship of the hosts is truly most sacred, and so the good lord, Greg, an interest had taken. He assigned two angels, one to help each, to learn the lessons of life that only magic could teach. Devin shall see life without his own birth, and see it would be robbed without his sweet mirth. While Luke must reflect on the trials of his past, and hopefully this anger can soon be his last. He ordered the angels, Skimitar and Smythe, to help each man to improve his life. And they soon came to earth and met with each hosts. And since I'm done rhyming, I'll go check my roast. I'm so frustrated with Devin right now, he's messing everything up. I'm glad he left. Is it he who is messing everything up? Or is it you? Who said that? Where is that voice coming from? It is I, Scimitar, Guardian Angel. Uh. Oh, 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 okay, there you are at the top of the bookshelf. Yeah, yes, I thought I made that clear. I was, um, you, I'm resplendent. See the wings? Yeah. The halo. Well, I was looking down, so I mean, I didn't see you up up there. I mean, that's, oh, that's let me my... Let me get down. Let me get down. Flutter, yeah, flutter, yeah. flutter. Okay, yeah, so see, now we're more on the level. I can look you in the face and say, what the hell are you doing here? First, language. Second, I am here to show you a truth. Mm-hmm. That I'm awesome? 
Well, not necessarily. Oh. Maybe I should better say that I am here to challenge what you think is the truth. Go on. You seem to be arrogant, I think might be a good word for it. That you are above Devon and above this manse and above everything. And I am here to show you that it's not quite that simple. Well, of course you'd think that. Yeah, I'm I'm an angel. I have access to things that, like, you know, are beyond the bounds of time and space, so... Prove it. Okay. <laughs> Proof enough for you? Where, where, where... Are we in New York? A version of it. You do that multiversal cue thing, right? You're familiar with, uh... The potentiality of reality? Yeah. So, what, I'm getting my ass George Bailey'd here? Something like that. And again, language, I am an angel. Uh, Okay. In this reality, there is no such thing as Luke. In this reality, you can see what happens when you're not here. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, I don't really live in New York City, so why did you bring me here? <laughs> you think your life is merely pinpointed to one location? There are ripples in every life. You may call it the butterfly effect. I prefer to think of it like throwing a stone in a pond. The ripples go yeah, far yeah. beyond where the stone lands. No, no, no. I, I, I get that. Like, I've done that whole opening of the podcast before. I, I'm familiar with that idea. But, like, did you just want to see, like, the Spongebob musical or something? Oh, God, no. I'm here for Anastasia. Okay. It's quite good. I've already seen it twice. Sure. Well, uh, I, I guess I'll go and try and find some people I, yeah, yeah, no, this is where the uh, Hell Yeah Babies live. So I guess go see your musical, and I guess I'll catch up with you later. Excellent. Dancing bears, painted wings. Devin! Wh- who's that? Hello, I am the Angel Smythe, sent here by Greg. Who's Greg? Why are you being sent here? I am sent here so that you can reflect on the mistakes you have made in your past, but I I have a lot of other stuff that I need to do right now, so you're going to get like three ghosts who are going to help you, okay? But I'm scared of ghosts. That's too bad. This is what's happening right now. Fine. You got to reflect on your past. This is the only way we can get you to reflect on your past mistakes. Uh, I have a lot of ghosts on hand. I don't have a lot of other stuff, so this is what you get. Oh, okay then. Okay, cool. Oh, it took us long enough to get this pizza. Oh, you we're, you don't have any pizza. You're not Dylan, who is it? I don't know. It's not the pizza. What the fuck? Uh, Dylan of, of the Hell Yeah Babies, right? Uh, uh, yeah, that's me. Obviously. Uh, yeah, you... Okay, so you guys don't know who I am, right? No, uh, and how'd you get past security? Oh, I, I know the password? Holy crap. 
Who, yeah. Pizza guy who doesn't have any pizza. The fucking password to our palatial estate here at the Hell Yeah Baby's Mansion. Okay, there's a lot of people who want to see us. The most popular band in the entire world. We can't just have people with the password all willy nilly. Wait, you guys are the most popular band in the world. Uh, yeah. After uh, Mike ate that can of Sonic the Hedgehog SpaghettiOs that expired, nobody was there to warn him about it, so he got uh, infected turds and died. That spurred us uh, into uh, the tragic story and the comeback, and now we're the biggest band in the world. Yeah, there was a whole VH1 behind the music. You didn't yeah, see you that? Yeah, you didn't see that? It's a real Bon Scott situation. Uh, come on, man. Wait, is VH1 still a thing? This guy's got to be the only motherfucker on Earth doesn't watch VH1. VH1 the VH1, most popular, yeah. the main news source for the entire world. Yeah, it actually is VH2 now, so... Well, VH1, 2, right, 3, right, right. 4, and 5. The special premiered on VH1, but we, now it's VH3. That's all we watch now is yeah. one of those five channels. It's way better having only five channels. It's yeah, way it's, better. It's pretty great. But you should know this. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Who are you? What do you like not what do you like not own a bubble vision? What the hell's a bubble? No, no. Okay. Uh so I think I'm from another world where I was born and in this world I wasn't born. Oh, it's like a multiversal thing. It's like uh yeah. Oh, it's just like that podcast Multiversal Q with Zach Starsky with Zach Starkey and uh Devin Warner. I love that show. Yeah. Zach Starkey? Uh, yeah, he's the host of like a really popular podcast about multiverses and the Marvel Universe. It's like huge. It's like, in terms of things that are popular, it's like the Hell Yeah Babies, um, Jupiter Ascending, and then Multiversal Q. Wait, Jupiter Ascending actually got recognition in this world? It, what? Well, it won every single uh, Oscar. Yeah, fucking biggest sweeps is the Star Wars prequels, man. My God. What kind of hellish world, fucking hellscape do you come from, dude? Your universe sounds like it sucks ass. Yeah, man. Jeez. Uh, who, who, who's the president? Uh, it's Eddie Redman from Jupiter Ascending. What? Yeah, he's the, the American president. That's right. He won 100% of the popular and electoral vote. And we all have free health care now. Yeah. Wait, I, I thought he was... British for one thing, and who who's his vice president? Method Man. Ah, oh, man, the good old fucking Method and Red Ticket. Yeah. That was the best inaugural ball we've ever played. Ooh, yeah. We got extremely high. So, so you're not, like, doing Indiegogos or Kickstarters or anything to get your music out there anymore? You're just, like, the biggest band in the world? Well, we own Indiegogo now. Yeah. I have a great, by the way, I have this great idea that we should start charging people for every contribution they make Hell yes. to Indiegogo so that we can pocket all the money. Ooh, that sounds great. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should definitely put it on the contributors. That's a really good idea. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I, I'm glad you guys are a lot more successful, but this, this world is just wrong. I mean, what did you guys even order on your pizza? Snakes. <laughs> oh oh no well that that's normal for you guys in my universe uh what ah, universe that's crazy uh what did you say your name was again oh luke luke uh 
Is there some way we can convince you not to exist? <laughs> um, I, I think this universe is going to continue existing once I get back to my home universe. Oh, thank well, God. Oh, shoot. You have to be oh, fucking yeah, really deeply existentially scared here, Luke. Whew. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I'm having my own life. Quickly put into sharp contrast. Um, but yeah, you know, keep on rocking and... Oh, we don't do rock anymore. Rock is dead. It's all uh, jazz. Jazz again. Wait, so the Hell Yeah Babies are a jazz outfit? Well, we were going to stay a rock band, but then our best friend, John, John Legend, Legend. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to like revitalize jazz. So we started kind of doing like a jazz rock thing, but with like a lot of like like blast beats and dubstep shit in it. And, and just turned... like, like really distorted guitar. It's yeah. really great. Yeah, it's barely listenable and it fucking rules. <laughs> That's what's in now. What's in now is music that absolutely fucking sucks. And we are at the forefront of this track. Yeah, we started it, basically. So there's no, like, grenadine nosebleeds or... Oh, no, that's a mic well, we song. We get those all the time now. Yeah. But that's just our medical condition. <laughs> Don't worry about that one. Well, well, uh, I guess I'm sorry for disturbing you. I'll let you guys hopefully get your... Snake pizza. Wait, so you don't have the pizza? No, no. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Also, like, you should probably change your door code from 6969. Never. Just don't tell anybody. Okay. Well, um, Merry Christmas to all of y'all. Uh, don't you mean Kwanzaa? No. Uh, Then get the fuck out! Get out of here, dude. Disrespectful piece of shit. Where am I? Everything seems vaguely familiar. Kind of looks like the University of York back when I was studying abroad like five years ago. Devin! It is I, the ghost of Christmas past. I am the first of three spirits that shall visit you. Oh God. I'm scared of ghosts. Do not be afraid. Well, actually, be very afraid. It, it could go either way, really. Oh, no. But come. Come with me. We. I shall show you the Christmases of your past so that you may learn a lesson, probably. Okay. Well, Devon, here we are in the year 2011. Yes. Sure. At, at the Christmas Wicker Man Festival. Explain more to me about this. We don't have this here in America. Oh, it, it's, you know, it's, it's your traditional old English Christmas celebration. It's everyone comes together. There's lots of singing and dancing and festivals. And everyone has a great old time. You know, except for that one guy who's kind of tied up in the Wicker Man, burning to death. Well, I agree. I mean, I'm having a phenomenal time. How do you choose who gets put up there? Is it like a vote? A vote? Silly Devin. We don't vote for things in England because that would go horribly wrong. We might do something really stupid like, I don't know, leave the European Union. Ha 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 ha. Oh, God. No, no, instead we just find the nearest Scottish person, chuck them in. 
That sounds pretty efficient. Yeah, and of course, this would be the part where you could hear them scream if we had not gagged oh! them. If we had not gagged them beforehand, oh, no! gagged. Oh! Can't hear him. <laughs> Does Nicholas Cage ever come to these? Oh my god, all the time. It's like you know what? What else are you going to do in between sets? It's true. Boy, we really should have got Nicolas Cage for this one. We should have. At the same time, we can't lose a national treasure like him. Oh, Devin, 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 Devin. (laughs) Everyone knows that Nicolas Cage is immortal. In fact, you know, being burned to death in a Wicker Man is just how he relaxes. That's probably true. It probably like gets rid of some like the dead skin and such. It's like that healing, like a phoenix. <laughs> Sometimes, Devin, I think that maybe the Wicker Man was a horrible mistake. Gentlemen, <laughs> Man, I hope he burns to death real quick. <laughs> yep, he, he has lasted a surprisingly long time. <laughs> oh, it's good. It looks like the legs are collapsing. He'll probably die in the fall. <laughs> yep, that's it. The Wicker Man has collapsed now. The guy who was inside is very much dead and so cannot talk anymore. I'm glad this was a thing that you shared with me. I'm enjoying this. So am I, Devin. So, now that we've killed a man, pub? Pub. Times Square is awfully quiet. A lot more so than when I remember. Though, I, I guess it is Christmas. There's probably not going to be too many people who are out wandering around tonight. Ho, ho, ho! Oh, hi, hi, Orange M&M. Ho, ho, how did you know that I was the Orange M&M? You're dressed as the Orange M&M. Oh, I can see. You're a smart young man. Why don't you come into the Times Square M&M store and warm your feet and spend $800? Uh, wait, is is that you, Daniel? What? Who, how do you know my name, stranger? And how did you recognize me inside this frighteningly complete anthropomorphic M&M costume? In, in, in the world where I come from, you've, you've guested on my podcast before. And so obviously I know your name and you sound the exact same as you would over uh, audio. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that, that story completely holds up and I understand it instantly. Well, hey, let me, let me just uh, get, out of my, uh, get out of my M&M costume introduce myself properly. Uh, what happened to your hands? Huh? What, are you talking about my lobster hands? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've just always had them. This is normal to me. Yeah, I I was born into this world, the only world I've ever known, uh, with lobster hands. And do do you, like, enjoy having them? Oh, you know, does anybody think about whether they enjoy having their hands? Uh, Just a sec, I gotta open this soda. Oh, God, bro! Oh, man. Ah, perfectly done. First try. Hey, would you like a sip of the remaining fourth of Coca-Cola? 
not really. I I only drink Coke Zero Sugar now. Oh yeah, uh, I've never heard of that because you were never born. What? I I mean explanation that makes sense. Okay. Well, uh, are are you? I don't know. I I'm not entirely sure how me not being born would have resulted for you not being a late night TV show writer. Yeah, well, you know, uh, since I don't know who you are and this is the only world I've ever known, I don't know really what you're talking about, but my life was pretty simple. Uh, Some kind of cosmic event happened wherein I was born with lobster hands. Who knows why? Uh, In doing so, I wasn't able to pursue any of my conventional dreams that involved typing. Uh, So I eventually wandered around the streets of New York City uh, until uh, somebody said, hey, you're hideous. Put on this costume to cover your obvious deformities. And I've been working as the orange M&M outside the Times Square M&M store ever since. Did you, like, have a choice between the M&M that you wanted to be? No. They were very specific that I had to be orange. The frightful one. That's very, very weird, because on my world, orange is the most erotic of the M&Ms. Oh, I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, Your world doesn't exist, and your very existence here is... uh, Probably some kind of temporal anomaly that threatens to destroy us all in any second. Hey, I'm going to open this tin of Dinty Moore beef stew. Would you like any? I would not. All right, let me but... just try to... Oh, yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, oh. Sound effects. Uh, there we go. Looks like there's still some potatoes in there that didn't land in the gutter. Yeah, it looks more like you got a bit of Dinty less. Oh, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah, this guy yeah. gets it. Come yeah. into the M&M store. I, I guess it is weirdly empty of people. Though, I mean, it, it, it's Christmas, so. Well, to be honest, Christmas is uh, typically our, our most popular uh, uh, time of year for the M&M store. But it's almost as if uh, some sole individual who inexplicably embodies the spirit of Christmas was never born onto this earth. No, no, I, there's a whole bunch of. Santa decorations. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Maybe they're, people are just uh, put off by my the sudden reveal of my lobster hands. Yeah, and the fact that you're just like half wearing your orange M&M costume, yeah, it's... which is not erotic enough. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm doing my best here. Yeah. I'm but, sure I mean, my thing. Yeah, but it, it's not just erotically feminine like the orange M&M is in our world. <sighs> but but I, I, I guess I'm really confused because if i was never born in this universe and that caused you to have lobster hands even though you were born before me right i guess that means that the daniel kibble smith in my universe was born with lobster hands but somehow he was able to afford hand replacement surgery well if that were true that would be a terrible secret that we wouldn't want to drop on a podcast no no hey have you ever had uh, an m&m smoothie Yes. Oh, you haven't had one the way I make them. Uh, sure, sure. I, I mean, you aren't going to charge me for it, are you? No, no. You'll get the you'll get the friendship discounts. Uh, it's uh, eight hundred dollars, and uh, my wife may or may not have just woken up and walked into the room to discover that I'm a, on a podcast where I am pretending to be a Times Square M M&M. and M. Hi, honey. With lobster hands. Hi. With lobster hands. Go back to bed, dear. <laughs> oh, what a 
what a strange and terrible Pottersville this truly is. If only Luke had been born. This this weirdly flies against the other scenarios, but I, I, I guess I'll just need to have a third one where I see how this world is different. But uh, thank you, Lobster Hands Daniel, for this in strange, strange M&M's related experience. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for uh, giving me some, some Christmas cheer. And God bless President Redmayne, VP Method Man, and the annual uh, NBC broadcast of Jupiter Ascending where Kelsey Grammer and other celebrities talk about how much the film means to them. God bless us, everyone. Where am I now? Oh, it kind of looks like I'm back home Devin! Again. Come, have some wine! <laughs> it's me! Hello? The ghost of Christmas party! I mean, the ghost of Christmas present! We've got all kinds of presents here. I can see. And it seems the party here, thing come. was also very accurate. Come do this keg stand. Okay, I'll do the keg stand. And so... That should teach you a lesson about taking on more than you can handle. I understand, Spirit. I, I won't try that again. Uh, anyway, uh, the real thing, I guess, I, uh, it's work time. I like to combine work and pleasure, but what can you do? We must go see a vision from what's happening right now. Right now, I should be sleeping. That seems like it would be very dull. But I'll, I'll, I'll futz with things a little bit. But then Santa won't come. If I see him, he, like, disappears. Yes, that is how that works. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I said it. Look, Devin, it is your friend, Luke, who, who you've l- left behind. I think, I, I, hang on, I have to check my notes. What, we were, mm, what? You were yes, um, having a fight or something. I don't. Yeah, you should probably. Yes, think about how much you care for each other. Hey, Devin. Oh, hey, Luke. So I am uh, just wrapping up some notes for this podcast. Where we're going to be like sort of setting up a play. I think we've got a maybe a bit too many logical gaps or just like weird winks at the audience uh, i don't know how do you feel about that i think it seems fine luke you, you, did, you did a good job yeah so it's not too meta or anything no it seems fine it's kind of too meta are you sure you're overthinking things just go with it yeah. okay oh also i've got a gift for you Devin. oh thanks luke Mm-hmm. I have a gift for you, too. Oh, thank you, Devin. Uh, this is such a wonderful gift. But how about you open your gift that I definitely didn't actually give you, like, three months ago or whenever you're back in town? What is it? it it's that Simpsons Apu Pen Pals. Oh, I didn't know if we were twisting it to something else for this scene. Listen, we're only going so meta here for this scene. Anyways, Merry Christmas. Thank you, Luke. I'm sure I can terrify my dog with it. 
<laughs> okay. Well, I think Let's, I need to go and get into a, let's uh, try a my next voice scene. recording of it now. Do you remember, Devin? Wait, wait, Do you remember how much that gift meant to you? I do. Well, good. I'm going to go back to the party, it, but... so uh, you uh, just go on to the next one once you're done, okay? Uh, bye. Bye. Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Zach. And I'm Devin. And today we're talking about... Days of Future Past. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be a good one. But Devin, before we jump into Days of Future Past, I think you and me need to thank the lovely people on Patreon, don't you? Oh, I definitely do. We have 18 new patrons this week for a grand total, a grand spanking total. Do you want to guess, Devin? I mean, are we at like 70 now? 76, 76,000. Oh. Nice. We have so much support coming from all of you lovely folks who listen to it. It's just been overwhelming. I've been able to quit my job to focus full time on this podcast. I think Devin, you just got you just got a new Ferrari from this, didn't you? I did. Yeah. How's that thing riding? Oh man, it's it's like really nice. Man. Might have been a mistake to get that here in Minnesota, but Hey. It, it was worth it. Even if you can only drive it, what? three months out of the year that's that's beautiful that's a good investment in this lucrative lucrative podcast oh exactly but we're not we're not here to brag i know this can come off a little bit like that we're here to talk about days of future past this is earth 811 and Devin, what 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 happens in days of future past um well basically mystique is kind of going to go on assassination of uh senator kelly huh Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds exciting. And did you know that a teenage girl gets her mind taken over by her future self to go stop it? Yeah. Yeah. Kitty Pride. Yeah. Uh, for all of you who saw the movie, it's not Kitty Pride sending Wolverine back in time. She actually does it herself here. Yeah. It that. Well, no, no, no. I'm actually Devin. If you were to read the uh, read the story instead of going off my notes, you would know that it's Rachel who later becomes Rachel Gray Summers, whatever last name she feels like going by this week. She sends Kitty Pride back using her time travel mind powers that she rarely uses again. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Forgetting things is James's whole bit on our other incredibly successful podcast. Too true. I'm sorry for taking your thunder, James. Don't be a don't be a gimmick stealer. Don't don't try and play that game. But it's this is this is an iconic story, but I think the problem with it is they keep coming back cuz they don't just have days of future past. Did you know that, Devin? I know there's uh, well, there's years of future past. There's years of future past. There's days of future present. There's days of future yet to be. There's days of future past to come i'm pretty sure about 50 percent of those are actual storylines in other x-men where they just come back to earth 811 
Well, I mean, if it's successful, you got to keep coming back. You got to you got to keep milking that, just like we keep milking all of our really exciting uh, specials that we do around here that are very successful. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, Ken Burns style documentary that got picked up by PBS and re-recorded by Ken Burns about Age of Apocalypse. I mean, that's just been that's just been such a blessing to me. Oh, I, I mean, we won an Emmy for it. Yes, those prestigious podcast Emmys that they added specifically for us. That wasn't a category, if our dear listeners remember right. They saw that and they said, you know what? This is what television without pictures should be. And I'm going to say, Devin, I, I know that this is a little sentimental, but I think a lot of it's just because because of the way you and I work together on this. We have such a good back and forth, such a good bouncing off each other in this podcast that it really it elevates it to an art which i think is kind of beautiful so thank you for that oh well thank you i mean i've, I've been having such a great amount of time with you this entire entire journey i can't imagine anyone else hosting this podcast especially hosting it at the level of success that we have it would I be mean, i would have to agree it would be just unbelievable but uh, yeah, that's that's Days of Future Past. They've actually made a uh, they made a whole movie about that by someone who's definitely not a sex offender, which is really just nice to know, especially in this day and age, right? And the uh, the recent massive success, The Gifted, on Fox. That's essentially just recreating this story piece by piece, and it's definitely not just plotting and repeating the same beats over and over again. We just live in such a good era. Good deal. Man, that's that's a lot of fun. So, do you, Devin, do you think we should put this on our Trials of the Multiverse? Oh, definitely. Now, of course, number one on Trials of the Multiverse is... Question mark? Jo- question mark. What if Joe Janet Jameson had adopted Spider-Man? Exactly. Will forever be the greatest one? Exactly. I don't know in what universe that wouldn't be true. But you know, I I think this is I think this is close. Is this better than Spider Man Loves Mary Jane? That is a tough one, but yeah, I'd give it to it. All right, uh, where where are you looking on this list? Honestly, maybe even number three. Number three, which is of course I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, it is of course Earth nine one six zero zero. What if Punisher killed Daredevil? And you know what? I, I, I think this is better than that. I don't – I agree it's not as good as Shazam, the Monster Society of Evil, which is just such a strong story. And I've definitely read a lot of Shazam and Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, it is odd that in this – that in our world that there are two major characters named Captain Marvel and no one has any weird legal uh, restrictions against using that name. Damn, why am I now? This place looks pretty shitty. It smells funny too. What's that man doing? Is he wearing those VR goggles? Man, those things hurt my head. Devin, I'm a spooky skeleton wearing VR goggles. Ooh, skeleton! I feel like you need a throat lozenge. Yes, it's very, very dry in here. I need a, I I need a, a Gatorade and perhaps some Doritos. 
No, sorry, Mountain Dew. I was going to say, Spirit, I feel like you need Mountain Dew over Gatorade. Gatorade is like a positive thing. I'm a gamer. I do the do. <laughs> what happened here, Spirit? Why does everything look so bad? Or like a Best Buy? Oh, you know, 2017 was real bad. Yeah, man, ain't that the truth. But we've got, I've got a great house on Third Life. You should come visit sometime. Yeah, I'll think about that. But I'm here to take you to the Christmas present. Sorry, Christmas future. What year is it, Spirit? 2018. Like I said, 2017 was real bad. How was the Han Solo movie? Did it live up to what we had hoped? Or did Ron Howard drop the ball? What do you think, Devin? What do you think? I'm still cautiously optimistic, but I'm worried. Let's not go to the future, later to the Christmas. Let's just go to the movie theaters and have a fun time. No, we're going to go now. Because I have to get back to my Sims dogs. They're starting to miss me. Okay, fine. Let's wrap this up. Away. Whoa, hey there, Dev Dark Angel XX underscore 69. My best friend in the Oasis. How's it going, my bro? Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, I love it. Hey, listen, bros, if you got to put on your Oasis virtual helmet right now because they've got a, the, the cool Steve Jobs guy has a cool new program that lets you see how you're going to die, y'all. Oh, dude, that sounds sick. Let's definitely I do know. this. It's hella sick. Okay, I'm going to put this vr helmet on you you just put that on here all right it's on and uh okay great yeah just tie that shit on tight <laughs> man it's funny how uh these things look just like the virtual boy nintendo's virtual boy <laughs> how it gives you crazy headaches too but whatever we do it because we love getting jacked in Right, Devin Dark Angel XX underscore sixty nine, my best friend. Dude, so sick, man. I love this. So sick. All right, great. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching with the monitor here, and uh, that's connected to your helmet, and let's just see what happens to you, how you die. Yeah, so go ahead. Go for it. Awesome, awesome, bro. So go ahead and click on the uh, How I Die app. With your hand, because it's virtual reality, so you're touching the air in front of you. Did you do that? I did. did yeah, All right, I got great. it. It's a little lag, but still pretty good. A little bit of lag, but yeah, no, it's it's happening. It's hot. Um, all right, so yeah, check it out. Oh, yeah, there's the two of us doing what we do all the time, chatting about uh, the Exiles comics, our favorite characters in Exiles. Talking about uh, about Blink and Morph, Daddy Sabretooth. We're talking about all the different Wolverines. Oh, God, you just got hit by a car. Oh, God. Oh, shit. You just got hit by uh, the DeLorean. 
hey, did you, Luke? I know you're from the present. The uh, Just to fill you in, the DeLorean is the time travel device in Back to the Future movies. You probably didn't know that. I did not. Yeah, you didn't. definitely didn't. Um, okay, so I'm just going to be filling you in on all this pop culture that you have no idea about because you're from uh, the past. In the future, we have all kinds of crazy references. Um, all right, so anyway, oh, shit, dude, bro, Devin Dark Angel XX underscore 69 just got hit by the DeLorean, but you're okay. Looks like you're okay, man. Oh, that was a close call. It was a close call. Looks like you've got, you're pretty strong. But oh, no, wait, the DeLorean just parked and out of the DeLorean looks like it's the Battletoads. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Hey, uh, Luke from the past, just a heads up, the Battletoads were uh, a righteous group of frog warriors uh, with really large fists. Occasionally their fists got huge for some reason, and they were part of a series of beat-em-up games that you probably have no familiarity with. They sure look hashtag swole. Yeah, oh, they are super ripped, way more ripped than turtles would be if they were fighting mutants. Anyway, the Battletoads just came out of the DeLorean, or just coming out of the DeLorean, and oh, shit, it looks like they're beating the shit out of my best bro, Devin Dark Angel XX underscore 69. If they're hitting me, I probably did something to deserve this. Yeah, mate, I don't know. You seems like you really must have pissed them off. One of them has a yellow rod and is beating you repeatedly with a yellow rod. Ow. Yeah. I get, oh, man. It looks like it hurts like a bitch. I'm, I'm filming all this with my digital phone. I'm not calling the police or anything because I think you're such an extreme sports nut. You're, so, you're, you, you're probably just uh, want the viral video of this. Right? You just want this to go, this shit to go viral, right? Oh, absolutely. I need those hits, man. You need those hits. Absolutely. The Oasis is all about getting famous. Digifamous. Oh, uh, shit. All right. Looks like the Battletoads have stopped kicking your ass. Um, but it looks like they're calling somebody on their battle phone. Oh, fuck. Who are they calling? Oh, I can see who they're calling. He's coming up right now. It's Chucky from Child's Play. Uh, hey, Luke from the past, Child's Play was a horror series of horror movies, and Chucky was the main protagonist. He looks like a My Buddy doll. Uh, a My Buddy doll was a doll from the 80s. It was supposed to be like a life-size friend for, uh, for children. And Chucky is like an evil version of it, possessed by a serial killer. Tube Yeah, it's totally tubes. Um... So yeah, Chucky's here. Oh shit, and he's got a big ruler, a giant ruler, and he's whipping Devin Dark Angel XX underscore 69 with his ruler. Do you think he's ever gonna stop? I I don't know. He's while he's doing it, he's saying creepy stuff like wanna play and let's kid around. He's being real cheeky about this uh this assault that he's committing. <laughs> Looks like you're fighting back, though, Devin. Uh, uh, yeah. 
yeah, I got this. This this bodacious man. I, I can take that stupid doll. Yeah, and it looks like you did. You kicked him away, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, oh, and, hey, look. Oh, thank God. A hero is coming in to rescue you from the Battletoads and and, chi- and uh, Chucky from Child's Play. <laughs> Who it's is the it? Iron Giant. Oh, shit. Yeah, everybody loves the Iron Giant. Remember the Iron Giant, <laughs> Luke, from the past? It's one of the great undiscovered Warner Brothers classics. Very underrated film uh, about a giant mechanical uh, alien creature. Anyway, he's lumbering to the rescue. Kerklunk, kerklunk, kerklunk. Look at him go. Save me, Vin Diesel. Save me. <laughs> the battle toads are running away. Chucky's running away. Oh, God, but it looks like the Iron Giant just crushed your leg uh, under his foot. Uh, He's very clumsy. My leg. Uh, the Iron Giant did so much damage to <laughs> to your leg. Oh, God. Oh, and he just noticed, and he's, like, crying a bunch. Dude. Oh, the Iron Giant looks like he's super sorry for what he did to you. That's cool, man. Can you pick me up and take me to a hospital? Oh, yeah, he's doing that. He's definitely, he's cradling you in his arms. And, uh, oh, look, it's Hot Topic Joker and Harley Quinn who are watching the whole thing, and they're laughing at you. Uh, Hey, Luke, do you know who uh, the Joker and Harley Quinn are? I know you're from the past where uh, these references might not exist. I do. Hashtag, 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 hashtag. Heath Ledger. Fuck yeah. Yeah, there you go. You know your Heath Ledger. In our in the in the Oasis, Heath Ledger is considered a god. He's considered a great figure in our politics and our religion. Uh we, we worship his commitment to acting because we're all acting every day in the Oasis when we're jacked in. Oh shit. So anyway, uh you're being cradled by the Iron Giant. Oh no. Oh, no, the Iron Giant is being overwhelmed by a series of comic strip characters. The 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 Sunday comic strip all-stars. We're talking Heathcliff, Dagwood, Mark Trail, Kathy, Spylock Fox, the baby from Baby Blues. They're all overwhelming the Iron Giant. You crash to to the, it looks like you're crashing to the street, Devin. Oh, no. Maybe Marmaduke might catch me. Oh, Marmaduke does see you. Marmaduke starts humping the, your bloody leg stump. Oh, God. Oh, make it stop. Oh, Mar- oh, Marmaduke sucks. Meanwhile, the comic strip characters are ripping the Iron Giant apart. Man, do you know what uh, comic strips are, Luke, by the way? I know that a comic strip might be a strange, unfamiliar concept to you. It's a series of uh, of art progressive uh, art periods of art sequential art. It's sequential art, Luke. Baby Blues had two babies. There was how, yeah. Wait, were there two babies in Baby Blues? I remember. Is, it, is Marvin in Baby Blues? Marvin is in Marvin. Okay, I was thinking of Marvin. <laughs> I misidentified that character. Hey, I'm super sorry, Devin. Uh, your savior is being uh, destroyed by Marvin, not one of the babies from Baby Blues. I'll accept that. It's cool. 
Oh shit, the Mach 5 just came in. Oh, all the, the comic strip characters are uh, scattering from the corpse of the Iron Giant. Is everything like freezing in time? Oh shit. Uh, uh, no, actually. It seems like we're. St- the Oasis is always moving, it's always grooving. You know that, because you're my best buddy, Devin Dark Angel XX underscore 69. Of course. The Mach 5 uh, came in. It scattered all the comic strip ulcers. And it looks like John Cusack is exiting the Mach 5. Yeah. Yeah, he is. This is very this is very strange. He's holding some kind of he's some holding some kind of rectangular object. I don't understand what this is. Oh god, it's a boom box. So cool. And he's holding it above his head. Oh, and it looks like he crushed your head with the boom box from Say Anywhere. Hey, hey, Luke, do you remember what music, do you know what music is? I know you're from the past. You might not have had music like we have in the Oasis. Music is something we dance to and listen to in the Oasis. It's pretty cool. Don't you forget about me. Oh. I, listen, I'm not going to forget about my best friend, Devin Dark Angel XX underscore 69. I'm super bummed that he died that he died in this way. I guess I guess he needs to change his ways. I guess that's the Christmas lesson that we take away from this. He needs to look both ways before crossing the Digis Street in the Oasis. I think this is how he wants. Wanted to go. Yeah. Oh, man. Woof. Uh, wow. <laughs> by the way, uh, by the way, the room that we're currently in is on fire because I left a hot pocket to explode in the microwave. The microwave exploded. And now this whole apartment is being engulfed in flames. So we're really going to die, not just digital die. This is fine. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, what a strange <laughs> trip it's been, dying in both the virtual and real worlds. I feel like my mind can't handle it, like in the Matrix. We can handle it. I don't know. It might be like when we get unplugged. I feel like I feel like this is oh this is bad. Shit. Yeah. That it's uh, that we're gonna wake up and discover that we're batteries, that we're very inefficient batteries. Yeah, for an alien for alien creatures. And I don't know Elon, how everything went bad this this quickly. Listen, things escalate in the oasis. It's an extreme world with all your favorite Warner Brothers and easily licensable characters. <laughs> So, naturally, with all those characters and licensed properties around, things are bound to go a little haywire. Too true. Too true. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we're about to die. Take it skeezy, guys. Hopping fresh. Error. Hey, angel guy. I have a name. It's scimitar. You know, like the sword. Okay, 
Scimitar, how are you doing? Quite good. It was just as magical the third time. I, I, I'm glad to hear that you had fun. Have you had fun, Luke? It's uh, complicated. I mean, the world is not like it has not fallen apart without me like having a direct hand in anything so i guess well of course not you're basically insignificant but that was not the point of this exercise uh i i should also be less of a jerk that that's the main key yeah there you go yeah pop that ego bubble a little bit take it down a notch also, this world is really, really weird. If by weird you mean fantastic. I mean, oh, it's terrible that you're not in it. Oh. No, no. no. So bad. You know how Eddie Redmayne is the president here, though? Because of Jupiter ascending? Uh-huh. That, that... And we are Shit. also doing direct genetic research on making dogmen. What's your point? Wait, wait, so you have a problem with me cussing but not literally making sins against nature? Well, I wouldn't necessarily define it as sins against nature because, you know, the creator did endow humans with the ability to think and create. And so, well, it it was only a matter of time before you started crossing genes. I mean, you started with pea plants and now you've wound up with dog people. So does that mean that God thinks that dogs should vote? Well, I mean, all dogs do go to heaven. Uh, okay. Well, dogs uh, are better people than you. Yeah, I'm not honestly surprised by that part. Well, uh, I guess. Is this the part where you. you want to go home and take me home? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, thank you for uh, taking me on this uh journey i mean it, it it's a bit strange because normally i guess if i'm the person with the bad attitude you'd want to have like me getting scrooged or whatever but you know i'm not going to argue with the big man <sighs> such little that you did learn apparently but that is quite all right um take my hand and i shall return you to your mans from which you came Devin. Yes? What have you learned today? I'm not entirely sure. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's everything is gonna be, was really great back in the day. Things, I guess, could become better in the future. Even though things seem bad right now, though I seem to be getting killed in a really bad way. All right, good so, enough. Yeah, so I'm not sure. They returned home each after their magical ordeal, their experience helping them better to feel. My life has value. I've seen my own past. While there was darkness before, it won't always last. I'll tell Luke my feelings about how he acted, and hopefully his attitude can be redacted. While Luke recovered elsewhere from his own ordeal. I guess I feel awfully bad. Like, for real. The world didn't stop just because I wasn't there. And some might argue it's better over there. But that isn't a call to end my own life. I'll be a better person to end all the strife. And the first step's now to apologize to a friend. 
It's best, after all, to let this shit end. We shouldn't be feuding as the Crips and the Bloods, because Devin and I should be best of buds. And met at that time back in the Great Hall, where Scimitar and Smythe had finished it all. The decorations and costumes, and even some more. They'd trekked out on angel feet to go to the store. They had all the gifts and some other big stuff. But that caused the angels to give some guff. Hey Greg, what's the deal? Devin wanted to die. So should his ass have been baileyed, my guy? And Luke was the Scrooge, but Devin traveled through time. I think we lost the thread. It's sort of a crime. And Greg thought for a moment with omnipotent grace and ended this special to try to save face. of the narrator was Al Ewing. Um, I'm a comic writer currently working on Avengers uh, No Surrender, a, uh, a weekly uh, Avengers comic that will be, um, which I'm co-writing with Mark Wade and Jim Zub uh, with a galaxy of star artists and uh, that's going to be available in January. Uh, also out in New Year we have uh, Inhumans Judgment Day uh, where fans of Black Bolt, Medusa, and uh, all the rest of the top tier in humans will uh, will get plenty to uh, to make their make their New Year's gay. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Al underscore Ewing. I'm Shannon Strucci. You can find me on YouTube at Strucci Movies and on Twitter at Plenty of Alcoves. My name's Alan Sells. You can find me online at Alan underscore Sells. I am the game master for Pokemon World Tour United podcast, which is an actual play role-playing game set in the Pokemon universe. I also am one of the co-hosts of Cool Kids Table, Forging Worlds, and Hard Reboot. So please check out my work. I'm Dylan Roth. I'm Julian Ames. I'm Sam Paxton. And we're three quarters. We're wait. And we're the surviving members of the Hell Yeah Babies, whose oh, music yeah. can be found at thehellyeahbabies.com or Spotify, iTunes, uh, Title, Bandcamp, SoundCloud under the Hell Yeah Babies. Hellyeahbabies.bandcamp.com. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hell Yeah Babies. I'm Jen. You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen. You can find my artwork at StreetOverJen.com. And I play on our other podcast, Exiled. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AWYoung1991, the, the most creative username in existence, or at 4Panel Podcast, which is also a podcast what I do. It's about comics. You should listen to it, maybe please. People can find me, Daniel Kibblesmith, at Kibblesmith on social media uh, and uh, buy my books and comics and watch the Late Night with Stephen Colbert show that I write for anytime they feel like it. I'm Zach Jenkins. You can find everything I do on my website, XavierFiles.com. That's where I have weekly articles about fun, festive X-Men things. I also run a couple of podcasts, one of them, Legion Quest, 
uh, is about the television show Legion, and that's on kind of a weird hiatus until the show comes back. And the other one is my weekly podcast, Battle of the Atom, where me and my good friend Adam Reck go through three X-Men stories, and we we talk about how great they are and which ones are the best and which ones are the worst. Uh, all that stuff can be found at XavierFiles.com, or you can just follow me on Twitter at XavierFiles. Uh, hey, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey Golden. That's G-E-L-F-F-R-E-Y-G-O-L-D-E-N. I'm the co-creator of What Hot American Summer Fantasy Camp, which is the official role-playing game of the film What Hot American Summer. You can find that on Amazon, at your local bookstore, uh, or and at DevastatorPress.com, which is a publishing company I run with my partner, Amanda. Peace out.